I told you that there's a way to have a direct line to your fans and to be able to share your products, sell your merchandise, and nurture a genuine relationship with them? What if I told you it's not through social media? Stick around and find out what the heck I'm talking about. Hi, welcome to the Monique on the Mic podcast. I'm your host, Monique B. Thomas, and this is episode number 14. Today, I want to talk to you about your business. I mean the business of being an artist. How do you put food on the table without selling your soul or completely depleting your artistic well by doing tons of crappy, low-paying gigs? One of the answers is through email marketing. How does this work, you ask? Whatever you're doing, whether it's concerts, workshops, meet and greets, uh, guest speaking, you name it, you should be building your email list. Now, this can be as simple as printing out an email list page, take it with you and ask everyone who shows up if, it, if they'd like to sign up. It's not harmful. Voila, it's that simple. You then put this into your email service provider like HubSpot, MailChimp, or Constant Contact. Personally, I use ConvertKit. If you're on social media, you'll have to do it a bit differently. You can put a link in your bio or set up what is called a landing page with a link to sign up. Though the easiest and nicest way to garner these precious emails is to offer something free but valuable in exchange for people's addresses. Many of us who sing are also teachers, so one thing you might do is come up with a solution to problems all singers face or something that would save other singers lots of time and maybe even money. And you can put that in a, it's like a PDF form. Let's say you're good at negotiating contracts for concerts. Well, write a three to five page PDF, keep it short and doable. And it explains how you'd go about uh, doing these contracts, negotiating the contracts. Next, all you'd have to do is advertise that you're giving this away on all your social media platforms and watch as the email addresses come in. This is called a lead magnet, by the way. But you're probably thinking, isn't email marketing dead? Like, who does that? Isn't social media just better? No. In fact, it's arguably one of the best ways to reach your target audience and to sell to them what they want, which is more of you. On average, the ROI, or return on investment, from email marketing is 36 to $42 for every dollar you spend. You're not going to see these kinds of numbers with Facebook ads unless you're already rich and you have a genius Facebook ads marketing team behind you. Plus, when you get people's email, you're no longer dealing with fickle algorithms. You know, remember when Facebook changed their algorithm and your fans stopped seeing your posts? I remember because I had, you know, I had that limit of 5,000 on my original page. And now I'm lucky if I get (laughs) even three people that see my posts. You're not going to have that kind of problem with email unless they unsubscribe. You can always reach them. The whole idea is to get all of these followers from all your platforms off of social media and onto your mailing list. Now, I know you're thinking people will probably get annoyed and just unsubscribe. Well, that depends. The short answer is yes, some people will unsubscribe. And in fact, I've had people unsubscribe as soon as they got the darn lead magnet. And that's okay. And here's why. You are building a list of people who truly like you, or as author Pat Flynn calls them, they're super fans. Super fans are the people who love you and want to know everything you do. They want to know about it. 
So if cost, custom toilet paper came out with your name and perfume on it, your super fans would go out and buy it. They'd probably hoard it. This is a powerful thing. Remember, you're not being shady by selling things you don't believe in or you don't stand behind. You're literally selling you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Also, people love the behind the curtains peek into an artist's life. People who are not artists have no clue what art, what life on the road looks like or the creative process, what that looks like. Think of it this way. Someone giving you their email is like them giving you their real phone number. They're actually expecting you to contact them. Now, how do I make this work for me? You're probably asking, because this, this is probably not even on your radar, and it should be. Basically, you need to nurture your list, and by nurture, I do mean feed them. Give them what they want, or rather what you promise to give them at the time of sign-up. Obviously, if you promise them a lead magnet, you want to make that downloadable immediately because people just aren't patient anymore. <laughs> so it has to be immediate. But then you'll need to tell them a few things about what to expect from you. So you'll need to tell them how frequently you intend to write to them, including the day of the week. And you'll need to tell them what you're going to write about. So that could be artist news, resources, special events, invitations, and promotions, etc. Next, you need to make sure you honor your agreement. If you say you're going to write to them once per week, then you've got to stick to that schedule because it becomes like a special rendezvous with you. Now, I do once a week because um, I got a lot to say <laughs> and I've dedicated myself to this for over a year and I've never missed an episode. But if once a week sounds too often for you, then it could be every two weeks. Um, personally, I think that once a month is not enough because we have so many distractions. So it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. If people don't hear from you, they will forget about you and they won't even think about you until you write to them again. They're like, oh yeah, I forgot that I had forgotten her. You know, so you don't want to do that. You want to write probably once a week to, you know, twice a month. Some people write more frequently. I personally um, don't enjoy more emails than that when I read them because it's just like, look, I do have a life. So you have to find out what works for you, but I wouldn't go to spread out. Now, your newsletter doesn't have to be long and it doesn't have to be intricate. Um, one thing you can do is just check out different people's newsletters to see how they're doing it. Um, the, the newsletter can include memes and you can even embed videos that you've made, uh, you know, things that tie back to your social media. Um, but it's always nice to have exclusive content that they won't see other places, but because that gives them a reason to sign up for your email. But what it absolutely has to have is your unique personality. It has to be infused with who you are, because remember, people are signing up for you. So if you do the bait and switch where you are one way on stage or when they meet you for the first time and then you write in a different way, well, that's a sure way to get people to unsubscribe. Personally, I write the way I speak, you know, um, that's just the way I do it. And, and so people know who they're dealing with. They're dealing with the crazy person that they met wherever they met me. Now, one thing you're probably thinking is, well, don't I need a huge email list to make any money? No. 
What you need is for people on your list to open your emails and actually engage with them. Now, your email provider has ways to measure this. One is called your open rate and the other is called your click rate. Open rate is how many people actually opened your email. Now, while this doesn't guarantee that they actually read it, it does let you know that they're aware of your email because they clicked on it. If you put links in your emails, I almost always do because I like to be known as a place of resources for my readers, then you'll know if people are engaging with your emails by the click rate. And so people are always clicking on my emails. So again, I know that that's another way to help me know that they've actually read it because they've clicked on the links. Now to give you an example, my email list is rather small at the moment because I'm in the proper process of redoing my entire business and I'm in the process of implementing some new strategies. But despite that, I never miss a weekly email and my open rates average between 48, 44 to about 48%, which is very high. I think what they start to consider as good as 20%. So I'm almost at 50% of my readers open my emails and most likely engage with them. This means I know that almost half of the list is, you know, doing something. That means they value what I send them and I honor that trust by not spamming and by only sending genuinely valuable emails. I occasionally send extra emails when I have time-sensitive offers that I don't want them to miss. Please note that often people need to see things three times or more in order to react. So you have to get comfortable with sometimes sending a few extra But if I have a product or service that I think will benefit my readers, I will send those extra few emails during the week. The key is making sure that most of your emails are not about sales, but about giving your readers real value and then sometimes selling something which you feel they would like. That is how I do it. And I rarely see unsubscribes from those sales emails. So when I launched my Riffs and Runs program over a year ago, I actually made about 3000 euros in one month. To be honest with you, I think I made it in a few days from my email list alone. I did absolutely no paid ads. Not I didn't spend one single penny on any paid ads. My list at the time was roughly 650 people. That is tiny, but it's a powerful list because people engaged. Now think about that for a second. Just under 325 people probably opened my email And a percentage of that bought my program. What if you sold a downloadable book for, let's say, 10 euros and 200 people bought it? That's instantly 2,000 euros. Or maybe you'd need to fill up a concert. By reaching out to your true fans, the ones who gave you permission to contact them, you can earn a decent living. And there's absolutely no shame to that. Now, here are a few more ways that you can make money from your email list. You could set up what they call a tip jar. So people could put in uh, one euro or a dollar, whatever um, money you're dealing with, but they can just give you a tip. You can simply say, hey, you know, I spend a lot of time and energy writing this free content. If you wouldn't mind giving me a tip or something, you could buy me a coffee. That's how some people have put it. And that allows people to, you know, some people are going to say, you know what? She is spending a lot of time and energy doing this. It might be nice to just give her a hand because I do find this valuable. You could do a paid email subscription, giving 
people access to exclusive content. Now that seems weird. Um, personally, I, you know, when I first saw that, I'm thinking, who would pay for an email, you know, a newsletter? But people do it, and creators everywhere are earning a decent living, you know, by spending time giving valuable content to their biggest fans. Once your list grows, you can get sponsorships where there'll be paid ads inside your emails. You're just going to want to make sure that you're obviously selling products that you love and trust. Uh, There's even a paid referral service depending on which email provider you use. So in other words, somebody refers your newsletter to readers and you can pay for that. And in return, you can also do that for other people. So you can actually earn money for any referrals that you make of other people that sign up. Now, obviously, again, you're going to only want to refer newsletters that you believe in and that you feel would be beneficial to your readers. There really are so many ways to make money through email marketing. And as I mentioned before, I use ConvertKit. And I love it because it's specifically designed with the intention of helping creators to make money online. They have a free university that I'm actually going through right now with loads of tutorials to help you learn the ins and outs of email marketing. And I think even uh, Pat Flynn is in there with uh, doing some of the tutorials. Um, I used to use MailChimp as my email provider, but I found it to be glitchy and really complicated to use and understand. But I wanted to make the switch to uh, ConvertKit, and I was just so worried about, you know, the day that I was going to make the switch, would it drop the ball and, and nobody would get my emails? Because I pride myself on not missing any episodes or any uh, newsletters. You know, I've been very, very regular for over a year. But in fact, ConvertKit has a thing where they ask you, which email provider are you using? You click that link and then it helps you do the specific conversion um, from whatever email provider you're on into the ConvertKit program. And so that's really cool. And they have something inside called uh, the creator where all ConvertKit users can also, um, how should it say, they can also suggest other people to read. So let me give you an example. Somebody signs up for my newsletter and once they've signed up for it, they'll see a list of curated people that I suggest that I think they might also like because I've read their emails and I think their stuff is really good. It's different than mine. So it's not like they're taking away from, you know, they're taking my readers away from me. It's in addition to. And so what this does is that everybody in this creator group grows their emails list together. And so it's kind of a nice thing. And I, I love that ConvertKit is really there to help you grow and to help you earn money. Um, just just a little bit of a disclaimer. At the time of this recording, I am not an affiliate partner of ConvertKit, which means I make no money. All the stuff that I'm telling you about in this episode is just purely because I love this stuff and I'm finding it wonderful to use and it's a great addition to my business as a creator. Um, so I just love the product. And for full transparency, I am waiting to be approved for the affiliate partnership. Um because I see no problem making money if you sign up to buy products and services that I actually use and that I actually love. I think it's quite honest. And there's no reason not to make money if you're going to sign up for it and you're going to use it and love it too. Now, here's what I want you to take away from this episode. I know this episode is a bit different than others. Perhaps it's a bit salesy, uh, but not really. 
I aim to be a resource for singers. I think that we have to be more proactive about where and how we make our money. I think that we need to be more comfortable talking about money and going out and finding it. There's absolutely no shame in paying your bills in an honest way. At the same time, email marketing is a win-win situation. You can earn money and your super fans get more of you, which is exactly what they want. What's wrong with that? Now, if you're not quite convinced, you might want to check out Pat Flynn's best-selling book, Superfans. I'm reading it again for the second time. This wonderful and easy read is designed to help you build your email list, but not just any list, a list of superfans, superfans who are going to support all that you do. As an added bonus, it even has a, a free companion course to help you implement all of the lessons in the book and start building your list, even if your list is at zero. I'll put the link in the, to the book in the show notes. Now, I really, really, really hope you enjoyed this episode on how to make money through email marketing. And in just a few weeks, I'll be bringing on a guest, Jess E. Allen, a singer, songwriter, and crowdfunding coach to help you find ways to raise money for your projects. Now, if you're listening to this podcast on the player on my website, you now have the option of listening to it on several other platforms by clicking the gray RSS subscribe button. It opens a drop-down menu to various platforms. And if you haven't done so already, you can also subscribe directly to my weekly newsletter by clicking the white subscribe button on the same player. You see what I just did there? I made it easier for you to sign up for my newsletter. All right. Well, thanks for listening and go make some honest money by building your dang email list. Musically, Monique. Oh, one last thing I forgot. Sorry about the noise in the background. My cat was playing with one of her toys. I don't have a big fancy studio, so I do what I can. And this is the common area. Take care. <laughs>